0: listening to the unscripted unfiltered 100 percent authentic podcast i'm your co-host michael and with me which i will firstly say i do apologize to miss jamie who is uh joining us as well i did a horrible job on the uh previous episode of introducing her without further ado the newest co-host of the area tech podcast miss jamie and uh, my good friend L.J. Johnson of JAM OKC 86 and first lieutenant of the Oklahoma Army National Guard. And he's the CEO of, jo- of JAM 80- OKC 86. We'll talk about that. We'll talk a little politics. Of course, Oklahoma played in Nebraska. We got to t- talk that in there simply because Jamie is a Husker. But without further ado, Jamie, how are you this evening?
1: i'm good thank you very much uh you know long day but hanging in there that's all we can do right keep going
0: Absolutely. keep the grind going and uh, our wonderful guest mr lawrence johnson aka lj johnson mr johnson how are you tonight i'm doing good and and there's a, the
2: story behind my name is my mom she named me she named me lawrence johnson and my mom and my dad uh that's my pop that's my grandpa's name but i go by lj so but like two weeks ago i decided to start saying lawrence johnson instead of lj and just say i'm the host of the lj show so you see lj johnson on my on my uh, social media but uh my name is lawrence johnson
1: you know, we had, a, we had a go. running back named Lawrence Phillips that was pretty good back in the day at Nebraska. So that's you know, when Nebraska the was Lawrence. really,
2: really good. Yeah,
1: I'm, I'm all about the name Lawrence.
2: Yeah, I, I remember those days. I remember <laughs> those days? I do too. Was, you uh, know, sixty plus, um, or fifty to to ten in Norman the, uh, every year. Just, this we used to get shellacked.
1: Those were some mm-hmm.
2: John Blake days, and.
1: Hey, we, we're going through those days that you guys went through back then. So yeah. I get it. I get it. It's tough. It's tough being a storied program like Nebraska and having to have watched what has happened over the past, you know, 15, 20 years or so. Um, it's been a lot, especially, especially the last 10 years. Yeah. It's hard to swallow sometimes. Um, but, you know, I, I'm... I'm hopeful that things are going in a better direction now.
2: Uh, well, he has one more year to prove it. So, mm-hmm. <laughs>
1: he does.
3: after he this does. year,
2: they're going to go and walk him, She'll give him his walking paper. So, this is unfamiliar territory for me. I, I'm not used to not being the host of something. So, uh, if Mike, if I talk too much, just <laughs> tell me to shut up.
0: Right, I don't get too mad and too upset. <laughs> I will say this to start off the show. <clears throat> Mr. Uh, Mr. Lawrence, uh, we brought this up. I think I brought this up in the previous episode. I'm in Jamie. Correct me if I'm wrong. Would it be a fair adjustment in your opinion, LJ, that uh, if Oklahoma happens to get the win in, in Lincoln on the 17th of September, could that be the day that Scott Frost has sent his pink slip? no. No, they still got to let them get into the uh, the
2: Big Ten because the Big Ten conference is seen as a better conference than the Big 12. So uh, second to the SEC, uh, maybe maybe even better than the SEC. You know, when you look at it at the end of the year, I don't know. But I think you have to let them get into the the conference uh, schedule and see what he does in this conference first.
1: I would agree with you. Okay. okay. I would 100% agree with you. I don't think it, you know, non-conference. Yeah, we want to, we of course want to be OU. Don't get me mm-hmm. wrong. Yeah. Of course, especially with that game being in Lincoln, obviously Nebraska, want, that's a game Nebraska wants to win. However, I do think you're right. More will be said about the play during the Big Ten season um, as to if the administration will continue with, with Scott or not. Yeah. Um, so I agree I agree with you wholeheartedly and I also kind of agree with you on the SEC Big Ten Um, you know everybody's always going back and forth between is the SEC better than the Big Ten is the Big Ten better than the SEC this is how I always like to put it I think that the top tier of the SEC is obviously the most dominant in college football okay but if you look at a conference from the top to the bottom as a whole, I think that the Big Ten is the better conference, more competitive conference, top to bottom, and that's just that's just how I explain it to people and how I look at it. So,
2: yeah, I, I mean, I don't want to go all competitive because the, um, the, the was it Conference USA or no? They, they are they American Conference now? With oh, the. Austin, uh, in- yeah, the That's double A C. Those teams aren't going to the the playoffs, but so that well, uh, well, Cincinnati did so, but they're going to the Big Twelve. But I, I think if you look at um, could Michigan and Ohio State play with Georgia and Alabama? Well, I think they could. I don't think neither one of those teams get blown out by Georgia and Alabama. So, and then Penn State, uh, they're better than LSU at least this year until uh, Brian Kelly starts to get some uh, – starts buying up some recruits, just like Texas A&M is doing. <laughs>
3: <laughs> uh, <laughs> but,
2: yeah, yeah, I, I, I like the Big Ten.
1: Yeah, I think it, it'll be interesting when – it'll be interesting to see what happens when OU and Texas finally mm. go over to the SEC, um, kind of how, how they – how they more so how they structure the conferences than anything. Yeah. Um, and then how, you know, how much more competitive it makes. It makes them. The other interesting part of it is, you know, you're almost looking at super conferences right now because Everybody of else. all the talk with USC and UCLA coming to the Big Ten, mm-hmm. OU and Texas going to the SEC, Um, You know, I mean, it's nice that Cincinnati is joining the Big 12, um, you know, and BYU and UCF. But, you know, that's still, unfortunately, they're always going to be looked at as group of five teams.
2: I don't know what that means Mm -hmm. for um, BYU joining the Big 12. Because I know OU basketball, they play on Sundays sometimes. Mm -hmm. Uh, um, I think baseball, they play on Sundays Mm -hmm. sometimes. So I don't know what. I think they maybe they have it in a contract or something. We will not play on Sundays. I don't I don't know, but that was one of the things years ago that I was thinking about when BYU was was might was thinking about joining the Big Twelve was was a Sunday deal because you know, basketball and baseball. I don't know about any other sport, but I know they play on Sundays sometimes. Yeah,
1: it's a good point. That's a good point. It's something I never really. Um, I didn't, never really thought about that angle until you just brought that up, but I would assume that there is probably something in there.
0: Yeah. It might be one of those things, <clears throat> excuse me. It might be one of those things that could be a potential Thursday, Friday, Saturday series. If by chance that is a, in the, you know, maybe that is a thing that keeps BYU, but I do remember, you know, obviously BYU years ago of, um, Trying to join the Big Twelve, of course. That Sunday was the biggest killer, so to speak. So, yeah, it's going to be interesting. I like the additions of what the Big Twelve did. I kind of wish they would have done that. You know, probably about five years ago. I think Oklahoma, Texas, maybe could have you know still stuck around. I don't know. Money talks, so who knows? You can't really play the the what if on that one. But I, I like the Big Twelve additions. As really, gener- you know, theoretically, I don't know after once they do leave. Who's? I don't know if the Big 12 is that attractive after Oklahoma and Texas both leave, regardless if it's next year or within the next two years. Well, Baylor's still going to be there, right? Correct. As far as I know, yeah. yeah so For now, they are.
2: Let's well, you got, you got Baylor and, and you got uh, Luke, is Luke Fickle. He's still the coach at, at Cincinnati. Mm-hmm.
1: Right. So as long as you've got Aranda and Fickle, you know, yeah. at Cincinnati. And, I mean, you know, K-State. They they've got a you know, they've got a good coach now. Mm-hmm. Kansas honestly, like that guy, he's kind of making some you know, end runs. I mean, look, he's figured out how to beat Texas, so
3: you <laughs> know I mean lot,
1: but I I share no love for Texas. No,
0: oh, yeah, them. yeah. No, I don't either. <laughs> I, I, I started to feel
2: sorry for him last year, you know. I I just knew we were going to get beat, and I had turned the game off. And yes. um, I went to the store, and I came back, and that's when Marvin Mims caught that pass. And, and with the and he goes to my a lot of the players almost every well not a, not every player but a lot of the players go to my church and the coaches. Uh, and I asked Marvin Mims and said, "Hey, did you know your knee was in bounds? Did you go?" He said, "No, I didn't. I just caught the ball and I was in bounds, <laughs> but." Uh, <laughs> He, he said he didn't know but yeah Texas fans or just Texas they're just you know they got the number 1 uh player uh Mr. Manning mhm yeah we'll see That's what that means fucking. next year but I and he's a great coach and you know as long as he stays away from the bottle uh he'll, he'll be I think he'll be successful in Texas and hopefully not too successful
0: I think Texas is interesting what Archie's going to do I still think he decommits sometime before National really? Signing Day. I could be wrong. I just have that feeling, but you never know. I oh, like the kid in USC. Mm-hmm. Yeah,
1: yeah. I don't think. I honestly don't see Arch staying at Texas. I just, I, think, I just have that feeling in me that I, I don't, I don't see that happening either.
2: I think Brent Venables he was talking about that in one of his press conferences. Like kids committing early, and yep. then he's trying to count on them to to keep committing. just like the kid from Mustang. Mm-hmm. Uh, he committed Jacoby Johnson. I'm actually gonna watch him play. But, he but he's got a whole year yeah to commit so you know well, the early commitment is what it I mean it is what it is
1: yeah it's the same with us you know like Dylan Riolà, obviously is a legacy kid his dad yeah. played in Nebraska and you know he com- he committed to Ohio State already and right. you know i just have a feeling that if things turn the corner well enough he may he may flip He may come. He, he might, he might come. You just, you just never know because you know, you've got his uncle there and and maybe he doesn't want that pressure. You know, I could see, I could see Dylan maybe not wanting that. Um, But you just never know. Maybe that's just wishful thinking, but on the arch side, I definitely, I don't see him stand.
2: How does Nebraska do with their um, in-state recruiting? Are they able to keep kids at home or are they going elsewhere?
1: Well, it hasn't been great of late. Um, We have have kept a lot more lately, Um, I'd say the past couple of years. Um, You know, a big one was Caden Helms, obviously, who's going to OU. Oh,
2: okay.
3: That was
1: a tough one to lose. That was a tough one to lose. Um, But, you know, we've got a shot at, you know, Malachi Coleman and – He's, I mean, he's a born and bred Husker guy, so it's a it's a Husker lean right now. That'd be a huge, huge get for us. We would we would really like to, obviously, keep our our homegrown kids. And he's, you know, in in the state. And we have, you know, there was another one, um, a kid I really enjoyed watching play that committed to. um, He's committed to K State, I think. But you know, quarterback. It's 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 funny because we actually have a we've got our quarterback recruits pretty much locked down. And I think that's why we lost that particular kid. Um, But, you know, we'll just, you just have to, you just have to see and just kind of try to try to keep them home. And, you know, the thing that does that is winning football games.
2: Right. Eight eight losses last year by one touchdown. Mm -hmm. (laughs) You know, uh, it was brutal. I, I know. I can't imagine that. Well, I'm, I'm I'm not too unfamiliar with heartbreak being a, a OU fan and Dallas Cowboys fan, so uh, <laughs> this games uh, like that is just like dang, that's some that's gotta be heartbreaking.
1: Yeah, I mean, I I honestly I don't like the I'm a Packers fan and a Chiefs fan, so yes. I'm not a huge Cowboys fan, obviously. Oh, um, it's, 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 so man, it's, I felt bad. With that whole situation, that was awful. Mm. I felt, I actually felt bad for Dallas fans. Like, oh, it's brutal. <laughs> like, that
0: I, had to I, be I the felt. most heartbreaking way to lose.
1: Oh, terrible. I, mean, I can't imagine. It was
2: terrible. <laughs> I've, but I've grown used to it. Like, the whole time doing the game, I'm like, mm-hmm. I'm just, my wife should tell you, I'm just sitting there on the couch, just waiting, <laughs> waiting for that one moment where you're like, we shouldn't, be, we shouldn't do this, but we're going to do this. And this is what's going to lose us the game. And it happened, you know, back is- runs 15 yards. And, you know, what? when I looked at the the replay of the, the referee, he touched the ball and moved it back over here, moved it over there, mm-hmm. moved it over here, around the center's leg, up and down, and, and then put it back. I don't know. You know, <laughs> at, at first <laughs> I was like, man, it's the referee's fault. Then I was, I started thinking about all the other times that we let um, – what's the wide receiver running back's name from 49ers? Number 19. Oh, oh Debo. Yeah, all the times we let him get five yards here, yeah. ten yards there. And, and the, the run defense was atrocious that game. Tyron Smith mm-hmm. was atrocious. Dak was running for his life. Yeah. Um, it was like – you know, I cannot stand Stevie A Stephen Ace with that black hat, black cowboy hat. He looks ridiculous, he looks pitiful, <laughs> he looks silly. But he's right. We will find a way to lose. We will find a way to get in our own way. And and you know something what do you say, accident waiting to happen? Well, that's that's what we are. Man, that was Nebraska last
1: year. It was like you just you just felt it. Like I'm like we're gonna do some dumb, stupid shit right now and lose the game. And exact. I mean, it happened every single. Like the problem is is that I had with last season is we did not get beat. We beat ourselves. And that to me is <clears throat> the worst way. It's one thing when you get beat by a team, like when a team is just better than you are Right. But to lose, to, to beat yourself almost every single game. Oh, yeah terrible. <laughs> Freaking.
2: Terrible. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, when I hear on the radio here and from people that I know that cover high school and, and college sports around here, they believe the Nebraska is having a hard time recruiting because it's it's not like the old days where mm-hmm. that area they're recruiting at and where they are is just it's too hard to recruit uh from that's uh and Nebraska. So that's but i I, I, have I to would believe that's why we brought
1: the guys I have to believe that was one of the reasons why we brought the guys in that we brought in yeah. because there's a lot of recruiting ties between those new guys that are in there mm-hmm. that I think has really opened up some good some good pipelines yeah. to Nebraska you know with Mickey Joseph being in Louisiana the Louisiana area you know and obviously Brian Applewhite is a hell of a recruiter <laughs> bill Bush yes. is a hell of a recruiter you know i think having those caliber of guys now around um i I think that that i think that that's helped recruiting i mean our recruiting is so has been so much better since they've been on campus with with, even within the short time that they've been there but yeah i agree it's hard it you know it's just it's a different era than it than it was back back in the day
2: the transfer portal ought to help every Mm -hmm. team every team and you know my brother, he 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 lives when I tell you he lives and breathes OU recruiting. Like when he wakes up, he thinks about OU recruiting. He checks all his websites, his apps, and 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 when he goes to sleep, he checks them all. And he he gives me updates every day. So, uh, but he gets upset like when we lose out on a player, like the kid that uh what was a community Christian, community Christian, yeah, that went to Michigan State. Yep, he's getting upset like Dax Hill. We missed out on Dax Hill. Mm-hmm. Uh, but now, like, I always tell them, well, we have the transfer portal, so I if let those three five stars go to uh Texas AM, mm-hmm. they're all defensive tackles, they're gonna they're not all gonna start, yep. so they're gonna transfer, one of them is gonna transfer. So, uh, the transfer portal really helps with recruiting now, and I don't really get that upset when we lose that on a player anymore, yeah. You know,
1: it's definitely helpful. It's definitely helpful with the transfer portal for a yeah. lot of different reasons and teams.
2: You gotta have money though to put down on the table. Mm-hmm. They're they not gonna <laughs> <laughs> come
3: without, uh,
0: uh, open check crazy no, check. yeah. It's keeping of course Oklahoma, LJ. What your expect your personal expectations out of OU that we should be seeing this year?
2: Uh, better defense, uh, better tackling, um, more discipline, um, knowing what you're at on the field. And I'm talking about the de- defense side of the ball. Uh, no, one yet, no, no one yet on the field. Um, tackling better. Uh, I don't know about the offensive line because I don't know about this. Uh, is is Bean Bowl still there? Mm-hmm. Okay, yeah. Well, they, they'll get – even if they start wrong, they'll get it together. But they're going to be snapping the ball a lot faster. Probably even faster than Oklahoma State. So, mm-hmm. I expect to see um, – a lot of plays. Uh, probably going to run more plays than most people around around the country because that's what he did in Ole Miss. Oh, yeah. And uh, seeing a left-handed quarterback is going to – when was the last time we had a left-handed quarterback?
0: Josh Hypo, 2000. Josh
2: Heupel. That's right. Yep. Well, uh, how, how, how can I forget – How can I forget <laughs> – I <the>, uh, <laughs> was, was in the seventh right? grade. <laughs> yeah. Uh, unfortunately – because of, you know, I've been an OU fan ever since Gary Gibbs. Mm-hmm. And so I still see two two losses somewhere where they shouldn't happen. But hopefully Brent Venables can turn this this um, the, the program around as far as discipline, as far as just finishing games. I think we're going to see them finish games better than last year. Now, I think last year happened because our coach had one foot out the door all season. Yep. When he says, Damn, "Well, he I got home Sunday, Saturday night, and then I got a call Sunday morning." Oh, got Yeah, yeah, come on, bro. Uh, yep. That's lawyers have to go through those contracts and <laughs> and stuff. And come on now, <laughs> those Do you things are all stupid. Like that's what basically what he said.
1: Mm. He thought I we're think, all stupid. I
2: also think that oh, you knew. I think that Joe Gissigleone kind of knew. Uh, he said he made this one comment. He said he always keeps a list of coaches in his top Yes, score. he does. Yep. You know, and he kind of – I think he went to Clemson earlier in the year for something or was it yes. in the summertime or something like that. Yeah, because Brent was on top of his list. Yeah. He was there for some reason, mm-hmm. yeah. After the Georgia loss, I was done with Lincoln Riley because the team was not um, – he couldn't get up for the for the big game. He couldn't be tough. And I think um, – what is, what is those? Nick Chubb and um, – what is the other running back's name?
1: Sony Michelle.
2: Yeah, I think they're still running. So they have 250-plus <laughs> oh yards I mean, of yeah. r- running, of rushing yards <laughs> that game. I mean, if we could have just held them to 150, <laughs> we would have blew them out. Mm-hmm. But uh, George's quarterback couldn't throw the ball down the field, really. All he was doing is just doing some rollouts for five yards here and there. You didn't have but, to. Like, yeah. And so it, after that game, and I think it was Clemson before that. Mm-hmm. After that game, I was like, okay, I'm done. I'm done with Lincoln Riley because that's just ridiculous. It's just, I was tired of getting embarrassed, you know? And and then yeah. the LSU, we came, oh my gosh, we won't even talk about that. Well, that was a good team. That was, but not 63 to 14 good. Uh, well, was it? They like, might have well, been not 63 good. to 28, I think it was the last. I lost count at the end of the, the first quarter. There might have been some you late know scores by wife, you guys
1: in there, but.
2: My wife, she didn't really care about football until uh, she met me or whatever. So (laughs) she watches the games, and she watches the entire games, no matter what. So when that LSU game was happening, it was (laughs) was 49 of nothing, and she was just, I I said, let's turn this. No, no, no. The game's not over. (laughs) I said, yes, it is. No, no, it's over. It's over, man. It's over. <laughs> i seen somebody um, – I don't know how familiar you are, uh, Jamie, with uh, Oklahoma City, but we have Oklahoma City Public Schools here. Mm-hmm. And um, it's kind of in the low-income housing districts and stuff. But <clears throat> the one of the players that was getting torched by um, Jamar Chase – uh, he went to Oklahoma city public school and somebody said on Facebook we're not, we don't need to recruit from Oklahoma city public schools again. <laughs> After that game.
1: yeah, yeah. But like, you're, I mean, you're asking him to, you're asking him to guard Jamar chase, Justin Jefferson, Terrace Marshall. And then you've got Moss. I mean, you've got, and you have Clyde yeah. coming out of the backfield. Like, I mean, Jesus, they were coming at you from every single possible angle. I mean. How does not in- think
2: it was going to be Clemson that bad? They because- had just
1: as much trouble, and Clemson had a good defense. You know, yeah. Clemson had an elite defense, and they had trouble with those guys. I mean, right. so, it, you know, it's that was kind of a, you know, I, I look at 2019 LSU like I look at um not quite like the 95 huskers cause, because i just think that team was unreal i, I think it was on a different level than every other Ross, ball, was it um uh, the
2: the the black quarterback what was his name
1: it was tommy Frazier. Uh, that was his senior year yeah, tommy
2: Frazier. yeah yeah
1: Yeah. so i just you know that 2019 lsu team was i mean you have to look at all the nfl players that were first rounders on that team right i mean you can't like i know people get down on it because you know obviously oh you did get torched but i mean i don't know anybody that probably wouldn't have
2: it reminds me of, of what a texas fan said to me at drill this past weekend he said uh I said, man, aren't you – he was talking about OU. He said something about OU. And I said, well, aren't you recovering from five and seven? He said, well, five and seven means that we we don't have a chance to get embarrassed on national television. And I oh, said, Well, that's I a guess little
3: sometimes.
1: bit complacent. <laughs> I, guess,
2: I guess that's the life of a Texas fan. You just, but we also don't lose a Kansas, though, either. Yes. <laughs> Well, hold on, man. We well, we you tried to uh, lose again. Well, like, you, you tried to. If it wasn't for a fourth down and two, <laughs> uh, <laughs> come on now. Uh,
0: now, here's a good analogy. Yeah, I kind of thought about this. It doesn't matter now. I mean, you can play conspiracy theories all you want, but if I look, once I found out, of course, Lincoln over you know left. If you look back to the twenty one season, I kind of wonder with some of his play calling was too conservative, highly questionable. Mm. If you look at yeah. the two lane game, the Nebraska game, yeah, Kansas, the wins, West Virginia, the wins that we had were extremely close. I wouldn't be surprised if he tried to deliberately <laughs> have this team go really, really bad for him to get fired so he won't look as bad as he already is yeah, that's when, good. He, when he left yeah. the USC. Because that OSU thing, I'm going to be honest with you. I still think we would have won that game. I still think we should have won that game. Uh, I don't
2: know. Well, the only reason I say I don't know is because that kid, he couldn't – when they went three three five, 3 5 it was defense, he just couldn't figure it out. Yeah. And um, I don't know – you know, that's what they did to Mahomes in the beginning of the season last year, and he was able to figure that out because he had a good tight end he had a good relationship with, and he just told Casey – no, Kelsey. Kelsey. He told Kelsey, hey, just go run five in, uh, five yeah. yards and in, five yards and out, and we'll just move the ball like that. And it actually – and it worked. But I don't think you can do that with a freshman. and and, But I don't know, you know. But they couldn't run the ball, but maybe he could figure out how to run the ball better. I don't know. The offense line was really it was really bad. <laughs> so was, know, it was yeah. like you know
1: what though, you guys had good running backs. I don't understand yeah. why he, why why he went away from the run when he went away from the run at times. I'm like, dude, you're running the ball. Why the why aren't you still running the ball? Yeah, you run the ball basic. And maybe this is just me being a old big a like Tom yeah. Osborne chick, but you run the ball until they stop the run. Basically, like, yes, I mean, obviously you have to have some diversity of play calling in there, but right. in old school days, like you establish the run game first. And then because everything stems from the run. And I don't know, I just I that was so puzzling for me to watch. And I'm sure it was. And I know it was frustrating for OU fans to watch because I saw it on my like with all my Twitter friends um, yeah. that are OU guys like it. <laughs> I just didn't understand that. It made no sense to me. But looking back yes, on everything, I mean, yeah, I mean, in hindsight, with now, now that we know what we know, I maybe. think they
2: tried. They they tried in Baylor, to run the mm-hmm. ball, and Baylor would just have none of it. And then, but yeah, I that think it was the first game that they went 3-3-5 on them. course defense, like they just dropped everybody back because he was. I went to the TCU game and he was just throwing those bombs to Marvin Mims, oh. mm-hmm. and so Baylor just dropped everybody back. Just like the people did, just like the teams did on Dak Prescott last year, they just dropped mm-hmm. everybody back. And Keller Moore did, what he, did does what he always does and just uh, closes his
0: playbook up. You know? <laughs> he doesn't have many plays in there. A spe- <laughs> a speaking from- of Dallas, and uh, a good buddy of mine, of course, you know him, LJ, very well as well. Mr. Wong yeah. Lim has been joining in on the uh, Twitter chat. Yeah. And uh, I'm gonna read his comments real quick. Uh, Dallas Cowboys can't even play, uh, can't even play in the Big 12, even without OU. Uh, Texas is back before the Dallas Cowgirls, Dallas <laughs> playing Mickey Mouse football. And then he said, Bruh, nobody would even use the transfer portal if it was allowed for the Dallas Cowboys.
3: Wow, uh, I'm, well,
1: this <laughs> <hey>. I'm kidding. <laughs>
0: I want to a home. Hey, I, I know
2: you. I know you listen. I know you watching. Uh, well, how do you score three points at home in the playoffs?
3: <laughs> That's
2: what I want to know. When it's snowing, and you got a team from the Bay Area in California. No, no, it never snows there. And you score three points, and you just paid the guy a big, big salary that got you three points. So. You know, I, I I don't know, man. That's this is my question. You know, how do you score three points at home in the playoffs? <laughs> with a Hall of
0: Fame quarterback. I, just, I don't know.
2: Oh.
0: A lot of questions, <laughs> which does lead to this question. And he's uh, just so you know, he's actually sending laughing emojis, so he's actually getting a kick out of this. <laughs> uh, but uh, the, his question, of course, coming from Twitter, why do you love the Dallas Cowboys, man?
2: Uh, my whole family loves Cowboys. And since I was three years old, uh, I, I was watching Emmitt Smith, Troy Aikman, and uh, Charles Haley, um, Jimmy Johnson. So my whole family loved the Dallas Cowboys. So that's how – I just grew up watching the Cowboys and, and OU. So. That makes sense. So I started seeing them win, <laughs> you know, <laughs> the whole, seeing the family celebrate. You know, everybody's uh, coming over to watching the game, watching the games in the playoffs and, you know – all this excitement and stuff, and so, yeah, that's 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 how I started. I saw, I seen them win three Super Bowls. I feel ya. yeah, yeah.
1: I, I blame my, I blame my family for my love of Husker football. Don't careful. go
2: anywhere. Don't give up on your team. No, don't give up. On no, your team. I would college, never. I, college I, is real I hard because doing. the way the recruiting works and the TV money and all that stuff is real hard yeah. to come back and not be. If you're not in those top ten blue buds, it's kind of hard to you know do. But you, y'all, can come back. Well, the
1: crazy thing is, is we're still in the top ten of blue bloods. Really oh yeah we're Man, still we're fair, still like number fair. six or seven i think
2: yeah i sell and out every every game right The
1: other thing yeah we still sell out oh and the other great cra- yeah. so kyle umlang or um Umla- sorry kyle if i shoot j- richard your name i apologize <laughs> but he posted this uh he posted that the like the most conference championships yeah. in the past 50 years and nebraska was number two still Bro, we haven't won a conference championship since two oh ninety-nine, I think, was our last conference championship. Yeah. So that's crazy. Yeah, that's it is. Insane. <laughs> that just shows you how dominant Nebraska football was, you know. I mean, until this most recent unfortunate situation that's why husker fans are so passionate and it's why we're we're still one of the best you know fan bases in the country and
2: so what was the purpose of leaving the big 12 texas oh
1: texas is an asshole <laughs> <laughs> i mean that's what it was it was it, honestly it was it was texas because they were trying to run everything yeah. and our administration was like no we're not going to
2: Colorado that. and Nebraska mm-hmm. you look at them now except for Texas A&M you look at them now and you're like wow well, you should have just stayed."
1: Mm-hmm. yeah
2: but well, you I mean, know
1: money wise though financially wise it was hey,
2: yeah the, the tv contracts and all that stuff it just it, yeah. it runs it runs the world and it. that's
1: what it was it was money it was a money thing um so you know you, I guess that's a that's a good thing and it's a bad it's a bad thing.
2: Well, we see Texas A&M is paying off because they got money to buy all those players. Mm.
1: <laughs> oh. oh yeah, they do. Right. Just, I mean, it's just it's you know I kind of agree with Saban as I mean I agree with Saban on a lot of things, but you know it, it is kind of an unfortunate situation that that's kind of what's happening in college football. Uh huh. Um, you know, I don't think that NIL was ever meant to be, it was never meant to be like a pay for, you know, pay for play type of thing. It was made to be so these kids could, you know, like get money. anyway, Exactly. Yeah. Yeah.
2: I mean, I went to OU. Okay. And I seen these players walking around with, um, uh, a big, nice, uh, chain and <laughs> some Air Jordans. and. <clears throat> no, these 18, 19 year olds, right? And I'm like, well, they can't I don't know what they're doing after class. You know, they could, hey, they could be a car salesman. You know, selling all these cars. They could be a lawyer. <laughs> I don't know. But you're eighteen years old. I don't know how you had time to be a lawyer so quick. <laughs> <laughs> go to school and all that But you know, but I mind my business and yeah, y'all mind your business. But we know what's going on, especially mm-hmm. when you go to one of these schools. You know, you, you see it. Uh, you know, I'm driving my uh Nissan Maxima, my, eight, and I'm, I'm, I, I loved it. I was bumping. I had 15s in my trunk. <laughs> <laughs> i my 89, well, no, <laughs> I guess Nissan Maxi 89 Maxima. Big. Yeah, and, and I got this this player, this freshman, uh, a tailback right here next to me with this new Sahara, and I'm mm-hmm. like. Well,
1: <laughs> Hold up.
2: <laughs> but, yeah. yeah this I mean, is making it
1: it's been going on for a long, long time. And
2: also as a uh NCAA football fan, um EA Sports, I am very happy that they do the NIL because it's going to bring that back.
0: So. Oh, I'm so glad.
1: That's true. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. That's true. <sighs>
0: Switching from, <clears throat> excuse me, switching from uh, football to learning more about you, uh, Lawrence. First off, uh, thank you so much for your service to this country. Yes, I know uh, coming from a military family, I know it means a lot. Um, you know, I appreciate uh, your service to this country. Thank I you. guess <clears throat> kind of not so much walk us through, but what was the reasoning that you joined the, uh, the armed forces?
2: Man, I was—I'm um, one of those stories that I was in the hood and I was trying to be a gangster and I was living this lifestyle and I was heading down the wrong path. So, I needed some direction and I met the recruiter because he worked with uh, somebody that goes to my church. And um, yeah, and I got in and, and I had to lose some weight to get in. <laughs> and so he was—he was an Olympic boxer and he kind of—he he bought this. Uh, this sauna suit for me and he told me it was july and he told me to walk oh. like a mile and a half or two oh. in it and and so to lose weight and um <laughs> <laughs> i didn't like it but um my stepdad <clears throat> oh and my dad my dad he kicked me out he found some weed in, in the house and um i wasn't helping out on the rent and stuff and, and I was just not making good decisions and he kicked me out of the house and gotcha and so um I went to go live with my mom and then my stepdad was like hey man you need to figure out what you're gonna do you know he kind of gave me one of those talks you need to figure out what you're gonna do come out come up with a plan or you're gonna be I'm gonna do the same thing your dad did you're gonna be out of here uh so I I I mean, that's when I made the decision to contact the recruiter, and now I was working hard to lose that weight so I can get in. And uh, I went to maps, and um, long story short, 15 years later, uh, I'm a first lieutenant. I'm I'm waiting on my captain um, uh, to come back from pe- from the Pentagon, the board selection, and then I'll be a captain. I'll be a commander, of hopefully an aviation unit, but we'll see what happens. Uh, but I went on, I've been on two deployments. Uh, first one was in 2007, 2008 in Kuwait. The second one was in 2011, 2012. I don't know if you heard about the 14 soldiers that was, that was lost in Oklahoma National Guard, but I was on that deployment. Oh um, my god! Yeah. <clears throat> I posted something in, uh, on Facebook uh, because yesterday was the the anniversary where the first soldier was, was, was lost. Uh, he was the first Lieutenant. And um, I said, I said, when I posted it, I said, well, those days will always be with me, which anybody that went on any, any armed force uh, member that has gone on the overseas deployment and somebody's, you know, died in their, you know, their battalion or, or their brigade or their squadron that they remember that because yeah. uh, there was 14, uh, soldiers. And I went, I went to every ramp ceremony. And so gosh, uh, I, <laughs> it, not every, not all day did I think about it every day, but every day I think about it a little bit. And, and so everybody that's um, been on that deployment, we all think about it every day at some point. So that just sticks with you. Um, just knowing that they can't and they can't be with their families, but um, it was, a, I learned a lot of lessons um life lessons on my two deployments. Uh the first thing is America is awesome. Yep. Um <clears throat> people that have an issue with this country because they don't they haven't been outside of the country they haven't experienced what life is for people that don't live in America. The people that grew up in a third world country. Yeah. If you can experience that, uh it would change your mindset and be more appreciative of, of uh I don't know how I could say this. I got to be careful here. I don't. I'm just, gonna, I'm just gonna say there's somebody that's in a foreign country jail right now that wish they could. That's probably learning a lesson about how yeah. they appreciate America uh, right now. Okay. Am, I'm, yep. uh, I'm not. I don't know if I could say any names here, Mike.
0: Who, <laughs> uh, hey, Brittany uh, Griner?
1: if people pay any lick of attention to what's yeah. going yes. on in the world they should under they should know who you're talking about but no i know i appreciate you lawrence and what you've done for our country and um, yeah. you know i'm really sorry that you have had to endure those kinds of losses and see those kinds of of things happen to your friends and you know the guys that you served with and um but i i appreciate you and it's funny you know we live i live close to off at air force base in okay. nebraska and my mom was a civilian um she yeah. worked as civilian personnel um i mean until she unfortunately passed away oh, my um, but right. uh so i was and i worked on base during the summers so very very familiar with the air force and how and I've just always had such an appreciation for the sacrifices that not only you have made, but the families that make those sacrifices, Yeah, you know, as well. And I just I just really wish that more of the younger generation would recognize and understand that
3: <clears throat>
1: there are a lot of things in this country that we are so so blessed to have and to just stop being so stupid about about things and I really think that more people should recognize or you know should go back and obviously like when we're in high school and we're going through school and stuff like that we don't really care about history I thought history was the most boring thing when I was in school
2: (laughs) I love but, it. No, man, I would say, yeah, I
0: love, I love that was
1: my. That, I love it was so suggestion. much. Like I'm so fascinated with yeah. with not only World War II, but like you know, I was watching. I watched a couple movies about the Rwandan genocide, uh-huh. um, you know, and the genocides that have happened in Africa. And man, you just get a whole other appreciation yeah. for your life, and you know, yeah. it, it just it's pretty crazy to think that you could you could have lived somewhere else other than the United States and been you know had to go through that. Yeah.
2: So.
1: All right. That's my that's my rant for today.
2: Yeah. <laughs> no <laughs> but I meant to just
1: say thank you. <laughs> and then I went on a <laughs>
2: Yeah. Well like I said you see it um especially in um and, you know, we there's a big talk, there's a big debate, and and everything about religious freedom and mm-hmm. separation of church and state. Those things don't don't exist in a place like Kuwait or Afghanistan oh, or Iran. Yes. Uh, that's that's <laughs> those things don't exist. Uh, uh, so and, and like China, and and so you can't just do whatever you want in these countries like you can in America. Yeah, and that's why we got people. Swimming across, uh, climbing across, um, uh, getting in semi trailers, do whatever they can to get in America because you're free, and uh, it just it's it's the greatest country in the world. Uh, and so, that's one thing that that's one thing that you really really learn when you go overseas. And and because if you're in the military, you go into the worst parts of them wherever you're going to. Yeah, but, you know. Most of the time, unless you're in the air force. You know, they go on these uh, vacations, but <laughs> that's uh, true. I, I can <laughs> talk about that. <laughs> no, I love you guys. That's
1: true though.
2: <laughs> I told my niece to go to the air force. She was like, which one mm-hmm. do I need
1: to go to? Absolutely.
2: Go to the Air Force. Absolutely. Yeah, unless you're gonna be a Blackhawk pilot pilot. Yep. Something like that. But uh, I told her to go to the Air Force and she's loving it. Uh, so but yeah.
1: Do you think we would be in a better situation, like as far as our youth, if if our youth would have had to have done some sort of military service, you know, growing up or in high school or in college or had some had some sort of a better. I guess understanding, for lack of a better word, of what our forces actually do, because you know, if you think about it, obviously we've been at war really since two thousands, right? Yeah, and yeah. really, even before then, you know, you had Desert Storm and and those kind of things before then, and it, yeah, you know, but
2: I don't, I don't know necessarily if I think that's. <clears throat> that should be done, like making every, like China, I think they make every boy go do two years or something Mm -hmm. like that. Um, I don't know if that should be done or not because some, a lot of parents, they actually do what they're supposed to do. You know, there's a lot of dads, they, they take control of their house and they actually teach their kids. Right. And the moms teach their kids some good values and the army value, the values that we learn and we call them the seven army values, leadership, duty, uh, respect, selfless service, honor, integrity, personal courage. A mm-hmm. lot of parents actually teach that to their kids. Yes. Uh, so I don't know. I don't know if I say the Supreme court or the Congress should make it a law to make every kid go do that. Um, now I do believe if you are in the system, and if you have a juvenile record, if you've like you one of those kids is going to a uh, alternative school, yeah, you need to you, you need to come over here in this base training, dog.
1: They um, need structure, right?
2: Yeah. <laughs> yes, right. Like, let's be uh, honest;
1: yeah. they need some structure in their life, and that's kind of right. what I was getting at. I mean, I just you just you have to wonder and believe that. It's just I think it's different because, you know, you look at our father's generation and, um, you know, how much they how much respect that they have for the values of our country. And then you kind of look at our generation and it's Mm -hmm. definitely lax. And you just wonder if there's if there's something to that, you know, And, and it also helps to have a commander in chief
2: who's actually a commander in chief
1: but I won't go into that,
2: but I'm just saying <laughs> it's getting the, the generations are getting more. Um, it's all about me. Mm-hmm. You know? and, and this, this is what I'm seeing. And, and it's me and what I want and what I believe. And, and, and you need to like it and you don't need to like, you need to love it. Okay. <laughs> and, and so, so that's what it's getting like that more and more as the generations go on. And that's not nothing that's being taught in my house. Uh, and for sure, uh, me and my wife, we are in, we are in, um, agreement with that. Uh, there's a lot of entitlement out there mm-hmm. and I see it at my job. Um, <clears throat> some of the younger, uh, employees, they have a real issue with the respect. They have a real issue with, um, being addressed with certain things. And, you know, you have to be able to, to be, a, to be, correct it and just move on you know because you come to work to to make a living and everything and you're not going to like everything your boss says and this is how it is but I see a lot of them they just oh I'm just going to quit and well what are you going to do then I don't care
0: well mm-hmm
2: that, the electric the bill, the electric company doesn't care about that. Nope. The, the mortgage, they don't care. Uh, the, your your landlord, they don't care. You know they <laughs> they want the bills paid. They want their money. Mm-hmm. Uh, so uh, this is a lot of entitlement. A lot of entitlement and uh, council culture is is a big thing. And uh, and the wokeism and I can I can talk about wokeism all day long. <laughs> uh, but there's a lot of entitlement and a lot about this. It's all about me. You know I had to and an employee and um whenever i talked to him i told him i told him the other day i said man you need to uh change the last name to what for because every time i ask him to do something or i tell him to do something it's always what for, mm-hmm. <laughs> what, what for? And, and you know <laughs> i'm like man just do what i told you to, to yeah it's do just it. a simple question
1: this is a dictatorship this is yes. not a, this is not a democracy in this situation
2: All Right. if you want a job do what i'm telling do what your boss tells you to do <laughs> and uh, you know unfortunately he, now he's at home for a week but um he you know whenever and whenever he i ask him well how do you feel about this and there's something we can do to make you uh you know, feel better about your job. It's always about somebody else. It's always yep. know, that person and this person and that situation and that person. It's always somebody else's fault. And to me, that's, um, that's the entitlement aspect of this culture is you need to, I want you to do this for me. I want you to talk to me this way. I want you to do this for me. You know, it's not about what I can do to make the situation better for, on my end. It's about what you need to what I want you to do so I can make so I can feel better, you know, and it needs to be the other way around, because when you look at it, when you look in the mirror, when you're frustrated in the situation or something like that, I learned this mainly because I'm married and do this. Uh, look in the mirror first and see what can I do to make this situation better? Mm-hmm. And once, once you start going down the list of things you can do better, you won't even come to the other person most yep. of the time because you've been in fit and stuff and now it's better for you and it's probably better for them too. But um, yes, yeah,
0: it's just a lot of uh, entitlement. I went on a great rant there. Now you're good. And, and something I wanted to bring up that kind of, you know, and early this morning, um, got the honor to hang out with Wong and Coach Coach George of uh, QB Impact. Yeah, I'm in meaning to do that. <laughs> yeah, they're good, good, yeah. good guys. And for anybody that's out there, definitely give uh, Coach George um, a follow, and of course Wong Lamb, both ex, you know, re- the real deal. And yeah, but we talked, and you know, I mentioned to them about a situation. Won't highly get into, but i want to make it into a way that overall it speaks to the country yeah we have of course there's so much division so much hate whether it's caused by human beings or whether it's caused by the uh, the media the fake news media whatever you want to call it however you want to define the media go for it mm-hmm. <clears throat> we have gotten to the point that people associate the american flag with quote-unquote trumpers is that a draw concern, or at this? And I mean, I don't know how to ask it. Besides, Tottenham. to a point that we got into this country, that we're defining that if you're if if you love the flag, you're an automatic Trumper, regardless if you're a Democrat, Republican, Libertarian, or Independent. And I don't know; they may, they may not like Trump. I really don't know. Well, I mean, what's your thoughts?
2: Well, because it's just like we was talking about Brittany Griner; um, mm-hmm. she was kneeling because uh they have they have taken the idea of the flag as if well, I'm kneeling against the police officers that are hurting my community because right. they represent the flag and the flag represents the laws and the constitution blah 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 so they attach the flag to that and people that really care about the laws about following the laws and about and for the police are mostly conservatives and Republicans but I say that, but a lot of Democrats do, too. Democrats with money. Because everybody, everybody that I know with money or whatever, Democrats, um, the liberals, they they have fences around their house, they have uh, security uh, cameras, and they'll call the police real quick. I've seen a study the other day where um, African Americans call the police on, on African Americans more than any other race. So... Uh, (laughs) the the kneeling thing and the calm Kaepernick that's what started that um that cultural mindset that negative uh aspect against uh the flag is crazy um this is the best place in the world to live Mm -hmm. uh flag is just a flag right it's it's just a flag And and it yes it's it's supposed to be the united states right the united states of america and people people have this count they get into this council culture mindset and this wokeism and the 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 worst thing about that is a lot of people look at something look at a meme or they look at what somebody posted on twitter or something like that and they don't actually go research it themselves and mm. see if it's actually true. Yep. And they just believe in what their grandma says and what their friend is saying, and they're not actually researching the actual truth. You know, President Trump did not say he loves KKKs and then, you know, Nazis. He said it was good people on both sides. That's what they always say. He said it was good people on mm-hmm. both sides. I can hear my daddy saying it now.
3: My
2: <laughs> daddy love him some Joe Biden. But, uh, well, he I don't think he loves Joe Biden. He just... He just he just hates Trump, but he
1: hates Trump, right?
2: Yeah, that's just, what it is. He just said, "Well, so you don't, you don't, you don't remember him saying that's good people on both sides." That's not what he I, said. That's not well. what he said. And I was send you the video, and <laughs> but it's those things like that, right? It, if we don't yes. start, if you don't start, we have to start from the truth first, right? Mm. The flag is just a flag, okay? It does not. Uh, it's it's, supposed, it's 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 a symbolism of unity, okay. And the police officers, yes, they wear the flag. I don't know if every police agency wears the flag, but uh, in the military, I wear the flag on my right shoulder. Mm-hmm. And there's some on, there's some uh, firefighters and uh, I think some electricians, electrician companies, they wear the flag. So it's meant to, u- to unite us. And mm-hmm. that is just because of cancer culture and wokeism, those lies that are being p- placed out there, especially when it comes to poli- police brutality and all this stuff. This, I mean, just just a bunch of lies, right? Yeah. And <clears throat> the kneeling, uh, when the National Anthem is played, because of that, in the National Anthem, we all turn to the flag and do our salute or, mm-hmm. we do, or we put our hand over our heart. That's connected to the flag. So people look at that and they think about what Colin Kaepernick did and then all those other players and the soccer player, I forgot her name. Um, I know you're thinking about though. Rapinoe. Yeah,
1: Megan Rapino.
2: Yeah, yeah, she she did it too, and um, that's what people are getting. That don't forget e- LeBron. Yeah, Le- uh, I can. Mm-hmm. Uh, LeBron, <laughs> LeBron. Not a LeBron, fan. Oh, wow. I dig it. <laughs> Come on, yeah, what, on <clears> the-, <throat> the court. Yes, I, I love LeBron. He cries too much on the court. All that you two hundred pounds outside particular. of
1: basketball, he's uh, a wonderful yeah. human being. Actually, yeah, but I agree um, with
2: you. I, I think he's a good man. He's a great father to I agree. his kids. But I think that he needs to get somebody that can kind of, you know, talk to him, pull him to the side when he's trying to make these political statements and these social justice statements because. It's just not, it sounds so crazy. It's just not true. And maybe I'm, maybe I feel that way because I actually research stuff. I actually see. Mm -hmm. You do. But if I'm seeing with my two eyes a police officer telling this girl with the knife to stop, stop what you're doing. And then she's going towards this other girl about to stab her. A hand is up here like this. Mm
3: -hmm. And
2: she's coming down and the police officer shoots her. Okay. What else? I mean, what, how are we going to be mad at the police officer? I don't understand. So, That's that's not even research. That's just you looking at the video. Yeah, I think that happened in Cincinnati last Mm -hmm. year. But that's just – yeah, I can go all day about LeBron James. But the flag (laughs) – conservatives (laughs) uh, are are loving the flag because they support the – police more they support the laws more and they the regulations and um the people that are doing the kneeling and doing the uh, social justice movements and black lives matters and stuff they are coming against the flag because they believe the flag represents uh, slavery oppression, oppression mm-hmm. uh, all this stuff so it's just a bunch of lies and it's 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 causing a lot of people to get into the system that should never be in the system. Like when I'm seeing some of these, um, police instances and some of these videos, people getting arrested for resisting arrest because they arguing with the police. It's just (laughs) ridiculous. And
3: and (laughs) I I don't think some
2: of these people, yeah, I don't think some of these people are criminals. They're just watching, uh, crazy. They are just watching these people on, um, like these celebrities or something they're looking at what they're saying and they're just getting this in there and ingrained in their mind that as soon as I leave the house a white police officer is going to kill me yes. like, if I get pulled over oh it's because I'm black mm-hmm. or I, 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 it, I can't cooperate because you're probably going to pull me out the car and slap me around just because you're going to turn your camera off something like that this, this yeah. is crazy stuff you know but the That's the deal with the flag because Colin Kaepernick started it and he had all these other athletes, uh, Reed, Eric Reed, but I think the NFL, they make you stand up now, right? Mm I was
1: going to say, you can't. Yeah. They, which they obviously got a lot of flack for doing something like that, but. Well, it's because
2: they lost viewers.
1: Yeah, exactly. It's a respect thing. You know, you're talking about I think a lot of people that were upset about it is they took it as you're disrespecting the flags and the freedoms and the people that have fought for those freedoms for you to be able to play these games and have all this money and, you know, live the way you live. and, And you're going to disrespect them like that. There was a different there was a different way to do so and go about it versus turning your back on the, on the flag in the country that yep. allows you affords you to ha- have those things. Um, you know, I think a, a unfortunate part of, of social media is that, you know, you can put a small clip it, a small snippet of, you know, this, this one little fraction of, of time, a video of, of audio and make it into anything you want it to be, you know, and it's taken completely out of context, yeah um, you know, and, and, and I hadn't heard that people thought that flying the American flag meant that you were automatically, you know, a Trumper or whatever they call it. And I I mean, (laughs) that's the silliest thing I've ever heard. I was
2: told great again. uh, uh, We love America, America first policies. Uh, The people that are for the America first policies and all that stuff, then they just makes people think about the flag. And, but the main thing was, Colin Kaepernick when he started the protest against the flag, and yeah. it, it's so stupid because the flag really ha, it has nothing to do with the uh, police brutality or any situation that happens in the hood. No, but that's not. That's another. Um, that's another thing. Well, a lot of these people they protest in the flag and they protest in these um, police brutality situations, but then they're not in the hood when these babies are getting killed on these drive-bys and stuff so uh (laughs) the we it's more black men being killed by black men than police and and then most most of the time because i was a criminology major i still look at the stats i look at the fbi report unit the uh the ucr and everything the crime report that the uh fbi puts puts out most of the time it's it's an armed suspect and yeah. right, especially right now, the police, they're kind of holding back a little bit. They're kind of scared. They don't want to. And, and a lot of times that's getting a lot of these police officers killed and stuff because they're holding back. And they don't wanna really, uh, they want to really lose their the job. Police, mm-hmm. Yeah. And so it takes a lot for a police officer to pull out that gun and actually shoot somebody right now. And, and so and a lot of times when you look at these videos, it's mm-hmm. I don't understand the resisting arrest. And I asked my mom this and she couldn't understand it either if if we're putting as as black America, if we're putting out this um, this culture mindset, this this idea of when we leave our building as black men or black women, we're going to be um, profiled, we're going to be hurt by the um, phys- physically abused by the police department, we're going to be killed by the police department, then why do we resist arrest? Why do we resist? Why do we argue when we get pulled over for a traffic stop? Mm-hmm. I don't understand that. Why would you put yourself, why would you make the situation worse? You know, that's why I don't understand that at all.
0: Which will lead the next question that um, actually is a good one to discuss is how do you handle negativity?
2: Um, From people or just this. You can say from people just in general. Well, I realized that, um, we're all God's children and <clears throat> we all need a savior. And, um, I was, I'm not perfect. And first of all, I guess it depends on who it is. Cause if it's, um, like, it's like, for instance, my wife, the negativity comes from her. It's, so it's it's totally different from my boss or my coworker or my friend or something right. like that. It's, I, I have to actually deal with that in a different way. You know, I have to talk more. I have to, you know, uh maybe go get you sit down and relax (laughs) calm down a little bit uh but uh I I just I just remind myself that um we all need grace and that person's probably going through something that I don't know about something might be going on at home I don't know that's I, I try to see the best in people as much as I can and um that's what I that's what I do that's how I handle negativity coming from people um you know, I I own a cr- online Christian uh, Christian radio mm-hmm. station, and some people ask me, "Well, what am I going to do with that?" It's 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 online, and, and here in the city, and I, and I say, "Well, when you when you get out your car, what do you do?" Well, I listen yeah. to Pandora sometimes on Spotify. Well, there you go. You listening well, to you are streaming something. You're still streaming exactly. You're streaming.
1: What do you think you're doing? Right.
2: <laughs> so <laughs> I, I just. I, I just, um, I kind of have this mindset. I try to have this mindset of, you know, just don't take it personal. You know, that's what you learn in the military and basic training. Don't take it personal. And before you go to basic training, they always tell you, don't take it personal. Don't take it personal. No matter what's good, no matter what they say to you, don't take it personal. And I try to have that mindset. And, and, and as far as my uh, response as not taking it personal, personal, uh, now if you just fly out, just call me a name, we're gonna catch the hands. No, well of like, course, right. Oh but I was trying not to take it too personal. Uh, you know, when when somebody when when I somebody's comes to me with negative comments or like my second in charge at work sometimes she'll you know say some things that kind of makes me think that I'm not doing a good job she doesn't play I say you're not doing a good job but she might as well now all the other things she says but (laughs) I I kind of take it personal. I just try to think well she's having a tough time trying to cover down some of these things because we're not fully staffed yet. And she may be having, she may have had a rough night at home or, you know, and then I found out her brother passed away and she had a funeral this week. And so I just try to do my very best to give people grace and give people mercy and just think that maybe they're being negative to me because, they they're having insecurities from themselves, or they may be jealous, or, or something like that. You know, uh, I I do that so I don't do what I used to do before I joined the National Guard, and well, I've done it a few times after that. But just like sh- go right off, smooth off on somebody, go medea on somebody, like real quick. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> I do that so I can uh, have composure you know so I try to be graceful with people when they come at me me with uh, negativity
1: great great question and great way to a lot you know people people would be wise to take that as advice because that's a that's a very important lesson to learn in life. And, you know, not everything is a personal attack on you. You know, yes. sometimes people are just having a bad day. Right. They take it out on you because you were the person that walked in the door next. Mm-hmm.
2: Yeah, it's Just like Deion Sanders when he's... <laughs> <laughs> I think Nick Saban said he's by, he bought that kid, um, mm-hmm. the number one player. He said he's not talking about me. It's not to, it's towards his boosters. It's not, it's not towards me. It's towards his boosters. Yeah. But um, yeah, that's what I try to do. I try to just think, well, maybe you're having something else going on instead of, you know, now it's like multiple times, you no, know, a few times. Okay. you got a problem with me. And let's, let's talk that through. Let's see what's going on. So what did I do? What did you do? You know, yes. how can we fix this? It, if it can, let's see if it can be fixed.
1: And sometimes things can't be fixed. You right. Know, sometimes you're just not. You're just. You know, like unfortunately, my my brother and I have an issue with each other, and it yeah. it is what it is. And you know, we had a blow up over over the weekend when they were down, and. He he just so I have an autoimmune life, well, several autoimmune diseases okay. and I'm on disability because of them. And it's hard for people to understand because, number one, I don't look sick. Yeah. number Two, I don't act sick. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I don't yeah, I, I I know. But but, you know, he has a really hard time understanding it. And, you know, he just wants to, you know, think that everything is. I don't know. He's always had this superiority complex for whatever uh, reason. But it, it, I mean that's not the point. The point is is that my brother and I are never going to see eye to eye on yeah. my situation and my health. And that's it is what it is and I have to just, you know, I have to listen to him say some pretty horrible things to me about it, but you know, sometimes it's better and I'm so terrible at this. I'll admit it. I, I'm a fighter. And I've always been a fighter, and so when he says stupid stuff to me, I go off because number one, because first of all, you're calling me a liar. Mm -hmm. Second of all, you're you're questioning my judgment, I guess, or you know, as a human being, and third, like you're just being a jerk. Like like you haven't ever struggled in your life.
3: Right. You
1: know, and so you know, I just have to I just had to come to a realization that I can't change his opinion. I'm never going to be able to change his opinion no matter what I do or how hard I try.
3: Yeah.
2: And that's
1: fine. And I and it's just gonna have to be it is what it is at this yeah. point.
2: Yeah, I mean I understand that siblings <laughs> relationships are, uh, oh. are hard. And um <clears throat> my older brother You know, he was in and out of jail and everything. And then, you know, uh, he broke, you know, he broke a lot. He burned a lot of bridges with the family and some, you know, nobody really talked to him for a long time. And then, you know, my other brother, he would talk to him a lot and send him money and uh, this and that. And then he he put a post out on Facebook talking about how much he hated my dad. And because his their mom passed away and then he kind of blamed my dad for it. Uh, and so me and him didn't talk um, at all and then he came down here last year and I was going to go see him but I never got around to it and then around August I think it was not I think it was August my brother told me that, uh, that he couldn't find him he couldn't find our older brother so we went to go look for him and we couldn't find him and then I think a, a month later, uh, my dad called me. He said he was at the hospital and he had he had been dropped off like the, a month earlier. He got sick or something. And he went to go do some drugs or something like that, and he died at the hospital. But we didn't know what was going on. We we didn't know who he was with and all that stuff. And but <clears throat> that just reminds me that siblings. Relationships are very tricky and they're very hard because we all had different. He, we both had different moms, and they believe uh, my dad cheated on their mom with my mom. And I'm like, we're all kids, and
1: well, that's not your fault.
2: Yeah, I'm the baby. You know, I'm like, I don't, I don't know about that. And then we're all your kids. I mean,
1: exactly. The
2: adults deal with the adults did, and, and so. um, my other brother that was, that was helping my older brother out. He doesn't talk to my dad anymore. And oh. So, and you know, it's just, it's just a bunch of blame game going around. But so I know sibling relationships can be tricky and, uh, and hard. So I'll be praying for you for that.
1: Thank but, you. I mean, you just got to work through it. You yeah. know, like I think that at the end of the day, you just, it, because of those, because those things do happen. Yeah. Um, you just, you have to try your best to, so Work you can through the issues you have with people and get yeah. and get through it.
0: Right. Jam OKC 86. <clears> throat> uh throat> online of course radio station here in the Oklahoma City area. Tell us all about of course Jam OKC 86 and uh <clears throat> kind of about how the the story of how it got up and running. Well, I was um let's see. About 10
2: years ago, I was helping out at a church, and I was a youth director. um, And one of my jobs was to do a little pot, do a little show and tape it, actually a cassette tape, Ah, and then take it to a local radio station to Mm -hmm. be played on air. And it's like, I think the church paid like $50 a week or something like that so it could be played. So I would have... um, a CD player and a mixer and some other type of mixer where I turn the, I can speed the song up and slow it down and stuff. So I did my little show and I was doing, I was like, Hey everybody, blah, blah, blah. This is Lauren Johnson. I'm the host of this show. I forgot the name of the show, but, um, and I started seeing that I actually liked that. And, um, I got to know some guys that was working in the radio industry then. And, um, I started, me and this, me and, me and my other friend, we started a podcast uh, called Jam kc Six. And it was, it was we talked about things like uh, things that Christians deal with, de- things that we deal with outside of the church, like life uh, situations. And we talked about sports a lot. And we played uh, local Local music from uh, music from local artists, local uh, mainly uh, Christian hip hop artists. So we played, we played their music on the show. And um, I, I talked to him about doing a actually uh, going to actually a radio station. So I said, We need to actually do a radio station because that's that's where my heart is. And he's and he agreed to it, but we ended up getting getting into it. I, I don't, I don't even, I don't even remember what it was for because we we talk again now but we don't he we don't he doesn't help me with the radio station anymore but we got into it and then i end up doing it by myself and so uh i started I actually so uh in 2020 that's when i've actually started the no the internet uh server actually paint actually learning what the server is what a radio server is and updating it and trying to fix it and working on it and <clears throat> i think around 2021 i decided to get a, a website because i've seen all these other radio stations having websites mm-hmm. i started doing some research on on radio stations in, in general and and the, one thing that they said is if you don't have a website you might as well call it quits because people need to go to your website and see what you're doing. That's one of the biggest things. So, uh and then so I got I got a website and it was just it was dot it said dot Wix for like 6 7 months, I think. <laughs> <It's> like <laughs> like people kept, people kept saying, "Man, okay, that's a nice website, but it's dot Wix. What what?" <laughs> dot com. I said, well, you know, it's, it's fine. I won't pay that money. But then I start doing some more research and, and seeing uh, people say how important it is to, to invest in your your, uh, your gift and, and your, your your business and everything. So we decided to go ahead and invest in a, in a domain. So now we have a domain. It's jamokc86radio.com. And I love it because I can just, when somebody texts me and asks me, I can just type it in and just and just send it to them and, and the link goes to their phone and, and they just click click on the link. Like if I text you to... if I text those words out, Jim 86 6 radiocom mm-hmm. and just click the link. So that's one that's that's one reason I really love having the domain. But about the station, um I like I said I grew up in the city and I have seen that there is there's two uh, Christian radio stations here. While well, uh, Caleb is not here, they just have a um, they have a tower near here, so you can get on the uh, ninety. I eighty-eight point nine, I think. Mm-hmm. Uh, Air One is here. Uh, I think they're in Edmond, and House FM. They're in Tulsa. Mm-hmm. But what I've seen from them, and also the uh, one on three point five, and um, I said I'm one's gonna name radio stations, but. <coughs> Cause I try not to do that when I'm talking about this, but <clears throat> anyway, I've seen that they don't really support community. uh, Really, um, it's about what you, what you can do for them if they're going to work with you, right? Of course, and um, support the, especially supporting the low income community. Uh, I don't like to say black community all the time because black people are not the only ones on low income or or, right. or poverty. Uh, so that's one thing that I've seen and um, support them, meaning community resources as far as social services, because I uh, myself um, got help from a social service before Uh, I got help learning how to write my resume. I got to learn how to interview. I learned I got I got help getting into Job Corps. Uh, from a social service agency. So on the website, if you go to community resources, you'll see different resources of a nonprofit, nonprofit organizations that help with uh, drug abuse and, and getting a job and uh, different. Uh, they have money for different uh, training as far as certificates, as far as uh, forklifts and stuff like that. If you want to get a forklift license, they'll help you get your license. They'll help you get your CDL. Um, they work with other colleges to help you um, pay some of your tuition and fees. Uh, so whatever you need help with, uh, if you go to the community resources tab on our on our website, you'll find uh, also the Indeed. And I put Indeed's um, uh, link on there. Oklahoma Jobs is on there as well. And uh, <clears throat> our mission is to preach Jesus Christ through airplay, to um, – playing uh christian hip-hop and we uh, i play christian hip-hop and ccm contemporary christian music mm-hmm. uh and pop mainly pop throughout the day Monday through Saturday and then on Sunday it's all gospel music uh right. so um that's 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 for that's for what we play as far as the airplay we have 10 radio shows right now uh let me see let me counting yeah one two three i'm looking at the website right now yeah ten i i forget the number all the time <laughs> <laughs> I added, I uh, but on out of the ten radio shows myself and um defining moments is the only mm-hmm. uh shows that are here local so my plan is to wow. uh, add some local radio hosts here on, on, on the station and so that's one of the things that I'm working on right now is finding um, people that's interested in, and in hosting the show and, um, wanting to do, um, a radio show. So then I can actually teach them. And that's one thing. That's another thing that I want to do. I actually want to teach people, uh, how to have a show, mm-hmm. uh, radio show and podcasts and all that stuff. But, that's that's what we have as far as airplay and our community resources we also have a, a prayer link if you need uh, if somebody needs prayer they can just type in what's what's going on with them and, and then it, it sends us an email and we can pray for them and we also have uh, community events that we do uh, so we have our jam fest August 27th jam fest 22 is coming up on uh, fight it'll be from 5 p.m. to 8 p.m. we're gonna have uh, eight artists uh, two of them are uh, outside. One's from Chicago, one's from North Carolina. And we'll have free food, hot dogs. We'll have games, giveaways, prizes, uh, splash pad. And it'll be at Memorial Park on Northwest 36th and Classen. hmm And I'm going to have those agencies that I was talking about, like Urban League, uh, uh, Public Strategies. Uh, they're going to be there. <clears throat> Old Triple C, will be there. Well, I'll have a driving school. Uh, just information tables, just to can, if people need uh, help with something, like I was saying, uh, we want to play, uh, we want to preach Jesus Christ and also give you uh, the resources, the information you need to better yourself uh, outside of the church. Because I grew up a pastor's son, and I know how Same important here. it is to go to church and go to the building, but anybody can go to a building. Okay. Mm. That's the easy part. You can go to the building all day long, but Monday through Saturday, we're going to work. We're going, we're going to school. We're paying our bills. We're, we're taking care of our kids. So I want you to have the information that you need uh, to better yourself in any area, if, especially if you come into uh, a hard situation or um, a hardship. And so we're going to have that at the Jam Fest. We're going to be giving away backpacks with school supplies in it school supplies in it said so first we didn't have school supplies but we, we actually got them donated and that's awesome yeah so we're gonna have at least 100 backpacks with school supplies in it free food and drinks uh free toiletries and um we'll have a merchandise table with this t- with this t-shirt we have blacks and we have blue uh, as well so that's the awesome. station in a nutshell uh and we have a call sign now Um uh, we have call letters and we registered with the uh with the National National Registry of, of Call Letters a Radio K L R J that is our call letters. And so God is doing good things with, with us and, and He's doing great things for this city. And I believe um oh we have uh also we do, we're gonna start our open mic nights Gosh. for all the, all the <laughs> Cool. Yeah. yeah, so every month at Coffee Slingers, we're gonna have an open mic night. And, and so um, that'll be on our website and I'll be announcing that soon uh, how you can sign up for that and so we're going to do that every month at Coffee Slingers and then in November we're going to have our first job fair, we're going to have job fairs every month But I want to be able to make it, you know, because w- when I when I started, uh, I met I went to another agency today That's called. they're called Hope is Alive, they help us survive mm-hmm. and uh, there is no excuse for anybody that needs anything right but there may be excuse because they just don't know right so i want to make sure that you know i want to do everything that i can to get the word out to people um about the resources you you can that you need if you need some help but the main thing with us is you can go to school you can do all this you can get the master degree you can get the c plus license or whatever um get that job making 90 grand a year but you need to have Jesus first in your life and so that's 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 what we preach and that's what we uh that's what our mission is That's awesome. And
1: that's 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 some really, really, really cool stuff that you're doing for your community. And I'm sure that, you know, the people that the lives that you've impacted, it, it really means a lot to them. And I can only hope that, um, you know, people like yourself across the country, you know, continue to invest and build those opportunities and, and really get back to their communities. So congr- kudos to you, man.
2: Mm-hmm. Thank you. Thank you. Now, kudos to you, Mike, on this wonderful podcast you got here. It's hey, what's famous? The- I told my daughter, she's three. She's I said, "Dad is going on TV." And she- <laughs>
0: we're definitely we're definitely trying and you know when the funny story is and as we wrap up here here shortly is you know we were originally going to start and and Jamie can contest but we were really going to start you know I think I sent a tweet out sometime towards the ladder of 21 because she just came on and I know I mentioned on the Herb and and Raj podcast we I just had her on and Jamie was the legit first two-hour show, which I've never yeah. done. Yeah, I didn't think it was possible. I'm just, I'm not going to lie. I didn't think that was humanly uh, possible. But which was a, f- a fanatic show. A lot of feedback say, "Hey, you know, she's really spot on." Like, cool. Okay, yeah. kind of got the wheel going so i sent a tweet out long story short sent a tweet out uh hey who wants to you know potentially be a co-host i'm kind of thinking of it you know she like um, me like hey like hey i'm on board if if you want me i'm like cool i got a lot. you like hey you got a lot of feedback hey let's do this thing and you know it, and it helps out with you know i always like to you know balance it out and and Jamie's phenomenal uh, knowledge in yeah. a lot of a lot of areas, and so you know, and and then twenty two came around. Of course, work got hectic, and I know she's had some personal stuff on her end. Uh-huh. And of course, you know, my grandmother pat- got really sick and hospice. You know, in February, of course, she declined from there. Unfortunately, passed in June, and mm-hmm. and Dad's health isn't the greatest. But I'm like. I thought <laughs> we're going back and forth yeah. like we're eventually going to co-host this thing. I just <laughs> don't know when. I just <laughs> yeah. this year is right? yeah. insane. Yeah, but uh, no, we're, we're definitely you know getting some areas that uh, I think uh, needed needed. I know she brings a lot of ex, you know a lot of knowledge if I can talk, and then of course yeah expertise in a lot of areas that uh, apparently is is definitely attracting a lot of people, which I highly you know, and, Aww, she's a, and not just, blush. not That's, just, I pretty. can't even see her blush, but apparently we're making her blush. But not, <laughs> Sorry. But, uh, but, I
1: didn't nah, make she, myself very pretty today. So. <laughs> no,
0: <know, you're> <laughs> nah, she's been phenomenal. And in, in the fact, like I told her, and it goes with anybody and with you or Wong or coach George or anybody, yeah. you know, at the end of the day, you got to make sure you're, you know, you, you are, you know, you got to take care of you and the family first. Yeah. You know, podcast, TV, radio, stuff like that. I mean, it, especially when you're not getting paid for it, that stuff can wait. <laughs> I mean, yeah. I got her, Hey, Man. this podcast is going to be here. You just take care of you. I mean, trust me, I've been so up and down and there's been months. I like, I'm not even going to do an episode. And people are like, when are you coming back? I'm like, I really don't know. We'll right. figure that out. But no, it, it's, we we're, we're in the right direction. I think, you know, last episode was, Apparently, from numbers wise, went through the roof. I don't know this one will be as well. So yeah. now she she brings a huge, huge following, which that speaks volumes that's good, in itself. So yeah, that's good.
2: Yeah, thank we'll
1: you, gentlemen. That's very kind yeah.
2: of you. I forgot to mention uh, my show. You know, a lot of times I talk about everything else, but I forget what I, what I. And that's
0: my do. next one. What about your show,
2: though? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, the LJ show. The LJ show started. The was one of the reasons why the station got going too. Uh, the LJ show is uh, Monday through Friday, twelve p.m. to one p.m. Uh, I talk about. I, it's a place where music, culture, sports come together. Uh, I play music and as, as commercials. Um, I talk about politics. I talk about culture, um, and, and so. It's, it's a great show. I'm having, I'm having a lot of fun. I got to where I can, um, I could, it's a video now. And so either you can listen to it on the station or you can watch it, uh, on, on the website or on YouTube, uh, at 12 PM every day. And also if you can't do that you can download it at Apple, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, uh, it's another one google podcast and this is like six or seven of them i can't remember all of them but i know the big ones so anywhere you you get google podcasts from you can, you can download the lj show
0: i like that no shout out to to your show and uh i'll definitely uh i'll download and definitely be giving you a, a listen on a you know i guess a lot of episodes i gotta catch up on so i'll probably yeah. be listening to it daily so
2: well I, I appreciate story. it I, I hit my uh 500 download now i'm at 600 now i hit my 600 download last week all right so,
1: that's awesome Congratulations! yeah you, know, you I, definitely have a fan in me i really i i like listening to you you're you're an interesting guy and um i i'll do whatever i can to support you man No, no problem. i
0: really appreciate it really appreciate it as we wrap up not gonna talk too much uh simply but will trump run in 24 yeah he will I mean, he's gotta run now that um,
2: he he sees that they're doing whatever they gotta to do to get him out. So yep. they're doing that for a reason. So mm-hmm. he's gotta run that and, and Bill Maher, he said, Look, DeSantis was was on was on his was hot on his heels, right? Mm-hmm. And now y'all made him a mortar.
1: Yep. So Absolutely. No
2: way, yeah, so yeah, he's gonna run. Yeah,
1: he'll run. I agree. Yeah. I agree with
0: you. I like what this do you think room. his
1: running mate will be? Do you
2: think exactly
0: be nice? yeah? Do you think DeSantis would be his VP? I think
2: his son would be the vice president. Ooh, oh, you think DeSantis? Oh, well,
1: I don't know if I would do that if I was
3: Trump.
2: Oh, uh, I, like uh, I like that. I like that.
1: I think DeSantis you know what, you know what would be the pick.
2: You know what he should do? He should uh, upset it, both sides and make Liz Cheney the VP.
1: Oh oh my God! Can you? Oh,
2: can you imagine? You
1: know, I did say that he should pick a he should pick a woman. Yeah, I did say that he should pick a a woman this time around.
2: Or he should pick a woman, a a black woman that actually cares about the black community. Get Candace Owens. Candace Owens.
1: Um, I I am Mm -hmm. so obsessed with her. I love her so much. She's phenomenal.
2: We don't need somebody. All they want to do is just, uh, this this laugh and cackle.
1: Oh, I don't know what. <laughs> yeah, I can't. Don't nothing. get me started on that woman. I, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I. That really, playing, that was
2: little first, country.
1: Rest that's the woman country. we have as our vice president. Like, yeah. not even yeah, just look at a woman. Like that is our vice president, y'all.
0: Yeah. Let's let's just play devil's advocate. And L J, you don't have to answer. I don't, I really don't want to get you in trouble. So please, okay. yeah, whatever. gets you. I don't want to overstep those boundaries by any means. Yeah. Uh, so I definitely respect that. But come on, you really, let's just say play devil's advocate. Let's just say that those 81 million votes, supposedly 81 million votes actually was for, can you, I mean really country, the United States, we really went with Joe. No, but I mean, well, exactly. I, but we know the real I, answer we, is no, but here's what I think.
2: I think some things did happen. Uh, but because of Trump's rhetoric and he just wouldn't I think he underestimated the woke um mm-hmm. woke yeah. mob and the black lives matters and stuff and I think he could have toned it down just a little bit towards yeah. uh election day yeah. and he just never did he was like I don't care what y'all say I don't yeah. you know he he just well, exactly. he never did so I think he lost a lot of votes because of that but Because he never toned it down, the people that could actually help him as far as saying, those are not real votes. That's not, that's the recount this and let's, um, you know, let's do this over or something like that. Yeah. They didn't help him because he just didn't tone it down. He just, he made a lot of people upset the, uh, what do you call it, the uh, establishment. Mm -hmm. He he made the establishment too upset. You know, he, he and that's why they don't want him back. And I, you know, Mr. Donald was one of the people that helped. Uh, find out about the Maralago raid and all that stuff, and get that going. Yeah. So they don't want him in there because he's he's such a threat. To oh, absolutely. The, uh, yeah,
1: because he wants to actually clean up the the government and the country.
2: Yeah. I mean, yeah.
1: we unfortunately, whether you want to believe this or not, or you know, conspiracy theorists that or this, I mean, whether you want to believe it or not, the yeah. people in our government are not for the people. They are for themselves. Yes. And until that changes, this country is going to be in the position that it is in. And it's up to us, the American people, to really – I I implore you all to really, really, really dive in and do your own research and, mm-hmm. and really look into the candidates that you're voting for, not just who the media tells you to vote for or who your grandmother or your niece or whoever – uh, really, really take it upon yourself to learn and and do the research, because it's not going to change unless we change it.
2: Right, that's right. Vote T W Shannon, on August twenty third. Meet me at the the, the 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 poll place. We're gonna all vote T W Shannon. I like T
0: W. <laughs> Even though he, I know, I know. Is that a local person? It's yeah, a local, good, good. yeah. Okay. Okay. It, he's local. <laughs> I still think he, even though the, the polls say that Mullen won that debate, T.W. Yeah. clearly won that debate. Yeah. yeah. I
1: don't believe the polls. I don't believe that stuff anymore.
2: <laughs> yeah. No, because Hillary is supposed to be the president, so going to the polls.
1: Yeah, well, Hillary should be in jail, but that's just my opinion.
2: Yeah, she should be. She should should at least got a house rated, but.
0: Mm
1: -hmm. Here we are, though. Here we are.
2: And
0: don't forget Hunter. You can't forget Mr. Hunter. Yeah, yeah. But uh, of course, you know, got Trump. Do you think Ron DeSantis will run? Um, in twenty four, even though he's running for governor this year.
2: No, I think him and Trump will come together, and one of them will decide. One of them has to run. You know, because both of them can't run it. It'll take I don't think both. I think it'll separate the country too much.
1: Yeah, I would agree with you. I think think what happens is, I mean, you could you could look at it this way. Theoretically, you could. This is kind of where I think it's leaning. Trump runs. DeSantis runs as his VP. Yeah. And then if they of course, you know, if, if even if whatever happens. Yeah. DeSantis then runs that next election cycle.
2: Yeah, so I think Trump can win twenty twenty four, then DeSantis can win twenty eight. Yeah. So. Yeah. I think that's how it'll happen because I I don't know who they have that can. I mean, it ain't gonna be Kamala.
0: No. Uh, No. AOC,
2: she can't. She hasn't got. She hasn't got one thing passed in Congress. (laughs) Been in Congress.
0: Well, AOC AOC, really the only thing she's got going for that's. No, I ain't gonna probably be too okay. Y'all, if,
1: if that happens, if she somehow in God's name becomes <laughs> in charge of anything, I'm sorry, I'm leaving the country. Like I and it's well, not, I got my passport, oh, so I'm I can
0: out. I can I'm legit out. Or get out of here. I'm out. Don't want to go You're gonna leave.
1: <laughs> I'm out. <laughs>
3: hey,
0: I got my passport, so uh
1: i
3: will be
0: I'll be there. I'll be, I'll be somewhere I don't know trick. where
1: I have no idea how she anyway. Yeah, I don't I New I don't York.
2: Don't like There's New York,
0: Mm -hmm. New York, idiots. But no, what about and we'll end on this one. What about Jared Kushner? Any chance of him being Trump's uh, VP? Because, you know, a lot of people claim that he ran a lot behind the scenes. Which is Ivanka's Um, uh, husband for people that don't know who Jared Kushner is.
2: My no, he he doesn't. And um, my dream pick for vice president is Tim Scott. But Ooh. I don't uh, yeah. think it'll. I don't think it'll happen. Uh, no, I still think it's Candace. Yeah,
1: I'd love her, man. Mm-hmm. That would, I'd love that. There'd so
2: be fun. so many black women mad at that. Oh, oh yeah. <laughs> oh, <laughs> I know man. so many black women that do not like her just because she just she she tells her how it is and and but I know a lot of black women do like her too.
1: But that's why I just yeah. kind of respect the hell out of her, man. Yeah. She's just real. And she's so wicked smart. I mean, just
2: she, she had uh, uh, her and Brandon Tatum. They had a lot of black support. But when they both said that George Floyd was a loser and all this stuff, uh, like yeah. I don't believe I believe he put himself in that position, too. Yes. But it's a certain way you got to come about it. not and, and correct. <laughs> the way they did, it was just like he deserved it, you know. Yeah, you I, can't, like, can't, I don't think he de- no. he didn't des- he didn't deserve it all the way like that like no. y'all was trying to say. No. I understand what you're saying, but he's saying it in a way where you know he's a loser and he's a scumbag and you know what else did he just expect? And I'm like, oh, come on, man. And so that's when she kind of lost some people um, when 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 they did that. But I still like him. But yeah, I got Mike. I got daddy duty. I got yeah, no, it. Yeah, no, you're good. Yeah, we're you know that my wife is eyeballing me. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you make out like with
1: the <laughs>
2: <Yes>. <laughs>
1: Did I hear? Did I hear you name? Her her name is Francis.
2: Who my, my wife? wife? No, Shimona.
1: Oh, I don't nice. know why I heard you say. I thought I heard you say Francis at one point.
2: <laughs> no. I'm I'll I, I probably time on my side chick, but my oh. wife. <laughs> stop, <laughs> stop
1: it! Just stop it! No, my mom's name was Frances. I I
0: don't know oh, why okay. I heard you say that. Okay. That's okay. funny. <laughs> no, Jay. No, Lawrence. We appreciate you coming on. Thank you for Sir. taking the time out and uh, and uh, I'll be rooting for you. And uh, I'll be hitting you up sometime this week. Probably won't be tomorrow. I'm just gonna be honest because I'll be I've already got swamp plans. But Thursday, I expect to. I'll send you something out. All right, now I'll be
2: praying for you in in, in, in uh, AFC West.
1: Yeah.
0: <laughs> well, who? Me or Jamie? Me. Oh, yeah. Well, yeah, because you got to go in over 17. That's good
2: question. Yeah. Because they lost uh, the. They uh, should
1: probably play, you know? should probably pray for the Broncos more than
2: nah,
0: the Chiefs. No, 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 We got a quarterback now. Let's I think re- The
2: Broncos may have a better season this year than Chiefs. Ah, he got you my know, vote. I, I think with, with Hill gone, he's going to be struggling to. To, I mean, they're going to double Kelsey
0: at some point. Mm-hmm. So, I don't know. We'll figure that out. But, yeah, yeah. get to you your dad duties. That's the main thing.
1: Yeah, absolutely, right. buddy. Thank you right. for your good
0: time. Have you me. You're welcome, JL. Take care, my man. Uh-huh. JL, JMO, uh, Jam J-M uh, JMO, 86, hour and 38 minutes. How are you, Jamie?
1: I'm good. I'm good. Hanging in there. Kind of hungry, though. I need a snack.
0: Yeah, I, I was. Uh, I got some drinks that I won't say on here. That's calling my name. But real, <laughs> real quick, uh, two shows tomorrow. Coach Isaiah from the uh, the Fan Attic podcast is coming on. We're going to be talking. I, I, I got to send him a text about what we're talking about. Um, college football, especially UGA, Georgia, and I kind of want to get his thoughts on the uh, Scott Frost thing as well. And then followed by the most f- funniest two duo brothers I probably ever know, especially a whole up brother. A whole lot better than my own brother. Uh Herb and Raj Podcast <laughs> will be joining tomorrow Thursday. Um, I have not made this announcement, but the host of the Rudge Dog Show uh on sideline Sports Network and on today's California, the host Rudy Your will be on. And uh there's somebody, oh, and Mr. Steven, what is his name? I got it. pull up real quick. Um, Steven, Steven, Steven. No, that's going to take me forever. <sighs> he is the beat writer, as I look, scrambled through. He's a beat writer for Sports 247 for Michigan State. Uh, Stephen Brooks will be coming on Thursday. And uh, many of you may know the big announcement that uh, Mr. Jake Crane, if you may know him from the, uh, the Jake show a uh, while back, he was on the podcast. But now he is a uh, national uh, host of the Crane and Company that you can actually see stream on uh, Fridays at 3 p.m. Eastern to Central. Monday through Friday, right on uh, the Real Daily Wire. Mr. Jake Crane is in process of getting back on the podcast. So once we get that up and running, the announcement will be released. But uh, expect his uh, his uh, I don't know what you call it, um, return, if you will.
1: The return.
0: There we go. Okay. The return of Jake. <laughs> <laughs> the return. Of Jake. I want to see I don't know if you saw that now what we'll Linda on this one. I'm gonna kind of get your thoughts. Fresno State he mentioned I would I really want to take his get his idea when we get the date set. He did make a hot take though that Fresno State could be this year's Cincinnati.
1: Oh absolutely they could. Uh, yeah, yeah, I could definitely see that. Yeah. yeah Fresno That's State's funny. always that sneaky team. You know, they they kind of sneak up on people sometimes. You know, Cincinnati doesn't have that ability anymore. People know about Cincinnati now, but but yeah, they could be sneaky good. Yeah, absolutely.
0: I want to get his take on Oklahoma too in Nebraska.
1: Yeah, the, the, it'll, it'll be a good one. I have a feeling it's going to be a it's going to be a good game. Probably going to be one of those fourth quarter type of
0: games. I hope it's as good. Uh, actually it really wasn't good until the fourth but I still hope it's a good one which I think it will be
1: as long as it's a good game I'm good I mean obviously I want to win I'm not saying I don't want to win but I, I just I want it to be a good game for, for the fans
0: <laughs> anyway. for, everybody, for, for everybody that's going to the game I want to know where you got your money from that's all i want to know
1: seriously man yeah, seriously
0: that was when i found out it was like two 250 400 the cheapest i'm like yeah i'm gonna to have to bounce
1: yeah same <laughs> i was like mm.
0: and then on top of that gas prices yeah come on now
1: yeah i mean i don't live far from lincoln i'm not worried about that part but the, the tickets were yeah I have a, I have had a sick puppy dog, so that's not happening right
0: now. <laughs> no, 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 you're good. But. but anyway, guys, it's been a fun show. And uh, from the amazing co-host Jamie, which I will say, I'm not going to say who until, uh, even though I did, I'm sure you got the uh, threat, uh, not really threat, but the concern from Herb earlier. He's a little scared. He, he might be a little scared of you. I hyped you up really well.
1: That's good. So shout this out to Be scared of me. They <laughs> better bring their A games. That's all I'm talking about.
0: <laughs> he actually texted me. He, he said, uh, "I think I still got the. Uh, I still think I got the uh, text." That's hilarious. No, he I'm actually. He of actually me. Texting, I'm not scary. Texting. I
1: swear. I'm. I'm. You know, the only time I'm scary is if you do. If you do or say something really stupid to me, like tell me to go back to the kitchen, then I can be a little scary.
0: Well, Other that's. That, yeah. I'm
1: fine. Or some idiot last year told me to go go sit myself in the corner or something and cry about <laughs> it. I don't know. That ended really well for him. He well, knows sure who he is. It. I will not say his name, but he they know who they are.
0: <laughs> There's just some things you just do not tell women.
1: Yeah. I mean I'm great in the kitchen. I'm not I'm just you know Well, I'm
0: sure that you are. I, I'm not you know,
1: I am I'm very tough <laughs> you know, like I don't but I don't need to be told that my place is only in the kitchen because that's just not true.
0: <laughs> and uh, Jay, uh, JL just messaged. Uh, he haven't. Ha- he had not had. Haven't had that much fun in a while. So he appreciates us.
3: Oh, uh, that's great. On,
0: so I appreciate great. the kind of words. And uh, real quick, no. So uh, Herb texts me. So I have Herb and Rogers' number. So Herb, we're in a group group chat. And real quick, I ain't gonna take it too much of your time because now you're hungry. Uh, Herb says, "Should I be? What should I be prepared for on Wednesday?" I'm like, <laughs> "What does well, that even mean?" <laughs> I told him, I said, just relax. I'm like, it's really, you know, most of the time I said, we really just wing it. That's really the better shows. And because a lot of times I don't, we don't ever get through the actual list. And so I said, well, really, it's just the best shows are the ones winging it. So I said, he says, so just pretty much come as I am. I'm like, yeah, just come as you are. He said, I said, oh, well, hold up. I said, there's one thing you got to worry about. He said, "What's up, bro?" And he, I told him, I "Said you better bring your A game." Cause I said, "Yeah, I do not want to see you get get mopped up by Jamie." I said, "Dude, she's good, dude." And I said, "Man, dude, she can." I said, "There's some days, dude, I can just sit back and like just talk, just talk." <laughs> because that's he said, and he threw fun back in his exact words. What was it that he said? In exact words was something like, "I'll be ready" or something like that. And I'm like, "Okay, dude." Now they're good people, even though I think I kind of, think I kind of scared them.
1: Oh, that's don't be scared.
0: Yeah, Herb, if you're listening, I'm pretty
1: laid back. Honestly, I'm pretty laid back most of the time. Don't be scared.
0: And uh, just so you know, Raj likes to say LeBron James. Ew. So, but we'll see how many times he actually says that tomorrow night if any. <laughs> so key awesome. heads up, Raj. A uh, big LeBron guy.
1: Well, that's fine. A lot of people are big LeBron guys. I don't – it just, you know, the, the basketball – I used to like him, honestly. I really, really did. I just oh, – the past few years, I'm, I'm like, okay, you really do cry too much. Like, you need to just calm down.
0: <laughs> just, oh, absolutely. You know,
1: but I do respect the man outside of basketball. I will say that much. I have a lot of respect for him outside of basketball. That will
3: never I, change.
0: Well, no. You can't respect him. Even though he's not – he is not the GOAT to MJ, though. <laughs> Oh, no, absolutely not. MJ's the go. So, we'll leave it on that. Agreed. Ladies and gentlemen, it was a fun show. Jamie, take care of yourself, as always.
1: Absolutely. You too, buddy.
0: we Will do. Listeners, it's been fun. We'll be back tomorrow night, 6.30 and 7.30. And then uh, the rest of the week, we'll get the schedule out. Until then, we'll see you all here in less than 24 hours. Jamie, have a wonderful night. And uh, we will see you all tomorrow. Have fun.
1: Take care, guys. Later.